Hi everyone, Michael Kearns, Erie County Clerk, and we're all under uh, a lot of pressure, extreme pressure, uh, with this pandemic. However, at the Erie County Clerk's Office, uh, things are moving forward. Uh, we're still open, our auto bureaus and many of our services, uh, but one that's very important to the community, as we all know, uh, Erie County has, in New York State, one of the largest senior populations. And uh, something that I'm very proud of is bringing government closer to the people. I have Marge Sullivan with me today, my outreach coordinator, who's based out of the Southgate. Marge, it's a little ironic because uh, you really didn't see that office as much as you wanted to uh, because we were out in the community. Uh, we were meeting people. We were getting people ready for the real ID. At that time, the federal government didn't change uh, uh, the due date. It was October 2020. That was pre-pandemic. And wow, the pressure that we're all under and the thing, how things have changed and how uh, we've sort of pivoted in this office and especially your office. And I wanted to bring you in here today on my podcast to talk a little bit about the Outreach Center. How are you doing today, Marge? I'm doing great, Mickey. It's nice to see you and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to highlight the service that you offer for the community. Um, as you know, you started the Outreach Center. It was a stem off from the Clerk on the Go program, which put in 2019, um, members of your office out into the community helping people with that real ID transition prior the extension from the government and prior the pandemic and it was received so well um, you were able to establish an outreach center um, out by the Auto Bureau in the Southgate Plaza and uh, you opened that in February it was open with uh, great success um, we are a full-service passport acceptance agent there we do not take reservations and we help people with both new passport transactions as well as renewals. We help them with your auto bureau services um, as far as readying them for the real ID and reservation assistance. We help enrolling your veterans, which is such a huge part of your program, your salute program, um, in both the Thank a Vet and the Purple Heart Recognition book. Um, and we do a lot of services for the pistol department, from taking a picture um, for people for their new pistol permit applications to helping them with forms they may need for changing, adding, removing. Um, so it's a full service stop and uh, you created it and it, uh, it's doing really well. Um, but it is pivoted from our original role, which was more out in the community, and now we're more center-based, but we're still seeing a, a huge volume of people needing assistance. I think I think what you have done, you and your team, has been excellent. And the one thing we're trying to accomplish is uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, the governor closed our offices down. We're going to do a podcast on uh, where we're at financially in the clerk's office. We're doing quite well, and I have to thank uh, the frontline staff, including yourself, where we're generating a lot of revenue uh, for the county to make sure that we can provide these services. But the governor did throw... Uh, a monkey wrench into our operation. We are an agent of the state, meaning that uh, I don't have full control over the operations. We partner with the uh, state of New York, uh, but we did go to curbside service, and he did, uh, under his executive order, mandate that all of our auto bureaus throughout the state of New York go to an appointment-only system. Remember, pre-pandemic, People could walk in, and I know you had a lot of people that used to come into your office. Uh, you gave a lot of assistance to Marge, uh, but people cannot walk in anymore. They have to make an appointment uh, for the safety of the public, and that's changed a lot of what we've done. And, boy, you, you worked really, really hard with the team, and we really have uh, pivoted, and I keep on using that word because uh, we've had to be flexible during this pandemic, and it's important. 
hugely important. And one thing that's really interesting to note is you are really a proactive clerk, right? So when uh, you became, when you were elected, you started a reservation system. It was really um, the forefront to, um, you know, who knew that would be the way that we had to move. But you were off and running prior um, pandemic and prior it being a requirement to have a reservation. So we did have some establishment already in that department, but when it turned completely reservation-based, there were a lot of people, especially elderly, um, who just don't have, and in the inner city, who don't have the capability of computer access, um, really were struggling trying to get a reservation. And um, you were proactive with a call center line um, and helped people in a transition point until we could get a, a system established where That's they right. could actually um, call the outreach center and get the services that they need to help assist them get a reservation and get into the auto bureau in a timely manner and uh, hats off to you you've done a great job the great thing about you marge uh, one of your greatest assets is uh, one of the reasons why i liked you and i hired you you came from the private sector is you're always coming up with new ideas we're never satisfied you and i both of us are never satisfied with the status quo we could have something and if we feel as though we can improve it and make it better we're doing that and i'm always listening to really good ideas from you i know right now um if i'm a, a senior and i know it sounds ironic because you'd say well i don't have access to a computer they but sometimes uh, you know, if you're someone out there that maybe knows a senior and you're listening to this podcast and they don't have access to a computer or email and uh, they may be out of state or somewhere else where they can't go and make an appointment for someone, uh, what do they do now with this online reservation? We have a new system and I think it's working quite well and I know uh, you're a very honest person. You said, Mickey, I was a little hesitant about this, but it's, it's working great. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so to be 100% honest, when we transitioned from an open phone line, um, which was a very bogged down system to be 100% brutally honest, um, into a uh, transitional uh, card receptive, it's a postcard that the um, giving out both in libraries, county halls, um, any type of um, place where people may be going to, to find out how to move forward with their county business, um, or even handed to them right at the auto bureau. Um, they call us um, or they write down their number and we call them and um, it's wonderful. Uh, we all take for granted that we have somebody who can help us, right? We all assume we have a neighbor who has a computer or um, if we're elderly that we have a daughter or a son or a child close or a grandchild close who can help us. But um, a lot of us don't have family local and in today's world we don't have the access to um, get in touch with those people and have them assist us. So we contact them. Um, they're extremely happy. We make them a reservation. You've done a great job with um, the Auto Bureau where you, if I contacted you today, I could make an appointment for you for Friday. So we are really just a one-day turnaround from um, getting people the assistance they need, um, and they're extremely happy, and they feel like they're not left out, which is a huge component, right? Because uh, quite often as we move forward, technology-driven, and we've all been thrown and thrusted into this new system, um, there's a lot of people that just feel left behind. And so you've really created a bridge and helped people move forward and feel like they can make their way through the system in a very effortless fashion. Well, one thing I think this pandemic has created, and people talk a lot about the private sector. They talk about, you and I were both in the private sector for quite some time. Uh, not too many people know that about me. However, um, we are reinventing government. Uh, you know, they talk about building the plane as we're flying. We're doing that, and we've had to do that 
uh, as we go along. Yes, we were proactive. Uh, we uh, had a reservation system, but unfortunately, uh, we were planning on incrementally introducing the public to this reservation system from the standpoint of maybe taking one facility and making that all reservation. Uh, we've been thrusted in to uh, making all of our facilities reservation. Right now, you can get an appointment at uh, Buffalo or Rath Building in Cheektowaga at Ur Urbandale Plaza, Tonawanda, Sheridan Plaza, and West Seneca Southgate. So we are right-sizing our department, and it's interesting because, as you said, Marge, I think uh, what we've been able to do, we were ahead of the curve when it comes to reservation, when it comes to outreach, when it comes to working with people. Today, at this point in time, uh, at your center, you're adjacent to the Southgate Plaza Auto Bureau. You don't need an appointment. And you have people coming in uh, talking to you about passports. We know in the future that uh, vaccines are around the corner. Uh, God willing, uh, this pandemic won't last forever, that people will be flying and traveling again. And we're hopeful that we want to get back to normalcy. Uh, but people are coming in and they're, they are optimistic and they don't need an appointment. How does that work? Yeah, so it's a great system. And we are probably one of the only people in, in government um, that doesn't need an appointment that you can actually come in. But we're a very safe and secure facility. Um, we follow all the guidelines. Everything is sanitized. There's uh, social distancing in play. And uh, uh, we make sure that we take the time out to help people in the direction they need to go. And just in a world where everything is so um, demanded of how we have to proceed, it's so nice. It's like a, a breath of fresh air to be able to walk in and get something taken care of that you need done without having to worry to, you know, really schedule it and make an appointment. And uh, passports are huge right now. People are really excited for the opportunity for travel to open back up in this country. And um, we are very busy uh, with getting people who are coming in, wanting to make sure that their passports, that they have a passport, or one unique thing that you do at the Outreach Center is uh, renewal is a system that the Department of State requires uh, individuals to do on their own if they need to renew their passport. Well, you've kind of seen the need for some people needing assistance with that. We have people that become intimidated when they're looking at a government form, making sure that they fill it out right. So we just are the eyes for them. They come in with a completed form and we review it and make sure that they have everything filled out that they need to. Um, we, we tell them where they need to mail it, how they need to mail it. We offer the services of, of pictures for them for the renewal passport. And they are just so delighted to have that assistance and that assurance that they know when they put it in the mail that when it comes back, it's going to be good to go. And when the, the world opens back up, so to speak, they'll be ready to go as well. You know, it's interesting. You've got a great uh, slogan, and it's not a slogan. We believe in it in the clerk's office. Uh, it, there's a definition of community. We are a great community, Western New York. And, uh, you know, I'm looking to do uh, more expansive work uh, because we've been so successful at the Southgate. I'd love to expand our, uh, our uh, outreach there. Uh, also move north. We're talking about expanding north. So we would have a presence north and south. And uh, I just think, Marge, what you do is excellent. Uh, I know many of our veterans come in to get their thank you card. Uh, we have nearly... Uh, 23,000 veterans that are part of the program and I can't take full credit for that program uh, you know the previous clerks have done an awesome job with that program uh, but what we've done is we've enhanced that program we've improved that program we've added salutes uh, and we're working with our Gold Star families. And I just have to say to you, how are you doing? You have a daughter that's in the military. Uh, how, how is your family holding up and how is she doing? 
Um, she's doing really good. So I'm blessed to um, to have a child who chose to serve for this country. And so she's uh, stationed down in Georgia. She is in the uh, Army branch of cyber, and uh, she's doing wonderful things. And uh, proud mom, uh, proud, proud military mom, and I appreciate all her efforts and all the efforts of all of our veterans and all of our current um, military who go out every day and, and fight for that freedom that um, we've all grown to love. So, um, yeah, so it, I'm especially uh, soft to all of the programs that you've added. I uh, commend you for seeing the importance of the military. And, you know, Erie County is a huge military um community. We have a lot of people that go and serve and, and return here and the fact that you're applauding them and you're rewarding them with the Thank of Ed program. Um, and I know you didn't start it but you have surely enhanced it and you have included the Gold Star Mom and you have a, a, a Purple Heart Book of Recognition here. We have a lot of great veterans who live in this area who've done wonderful things and you continuously keep them on the forefront. Um, so again, your office runs as a, a true testament of, to your abilities and what you wanted to do for the community, and uh, I can't be prouder to be a part of it. You know, Marge, I, I really think, and, I, and we're we're going to we're getting close to the end of our, our conversation with Marge Sullivan. She's got to get back to work and and do some outreaching for me out in the South Towns. But I think uh, the one thing that I always wanted to do when I became a public official, going back to my common council days, is bringing government closer to the pe uh, people. And I know they had a, a model in Rochester that I went there and I studied it and I looked at it. And we, we sort of brought that uh, to the South District as a pilot program when I was a Buffalo Common Council member. And uh, when I had the opportunity to become the Erie County Clerk, and I sat down with Marge and we talked about you know, doing outreaches and, you know, I want to thank you and your team. Uh, we were recently recognized, uh, flew to Washington, D.C. The State Department, the Passport Agency recognized us. Out of 8,000 applicants, uh, we were recognized as one of six that, uh, for our innovative uh, approach to how we deal with passports, and that's a lot of what your team does, uh, we were very successful. And we're going to continue to build on this, but I really do think that with this pandemic, uh, we need to continue to reinvent government, uh, to bring more efficiencies. And you're seeing probably the old ways of doing things. I even have commented that I know when the controller talked about the possibility of selling the Wrath building, I said to myself, you know, how would that work? And people maybe have closed their uh, thought to that idea. You know, I looked at that and I said to myself, if we could bring uh, government closer to the people, we know from just working here at the clerk's office, uh, we're in a beautiful historic building, uh, people don't wanna come down anymore. With the density of downtown, it's more expensive to park. If we can bring those services to them and make it easier, especially to our seniors, uh, it helps the community and that's what we're trying to accomplish. We're sort of the pilot program for county government. Yeah, and you've done more than just bring it out into the um outlying areas of Erie County. You've actually, I mean, let's think back. I mean, not to date myself, but back when I was a little girl, uh, malls were closed on Sunday, right? So business uh, was different and uh, there was a need for people to have exposure to shopping centers on weekends and in evenings because they worked during the day. And um, so now we've moved forward and you've done that. You've, you've opened your auto bureaus on weekends. The outreach center, um, I'm sure we'll soon be getting back to, but we're, was opening on evenings. And it's just not only being at a different location, but not carrying with that traditional government time, but actually getting up into a pace where people can visit us off business hours. 
No, and I and I and I appreciate that, Marge. I appreciate all that you do, you and your family. Um, I really appreciate uh, the hard work uh, for uh, what you do for the community. I know you like it. You're such a great people person. You like it a lot. And I know you miss getting out there and being with our seniors and being with our community. But you know, I think uh, once again, uh, we're going through a rough period. And as I started with. Uh, queen under pressure we're all under pressure so we just want people to stay safe but the thing there has to be is a balance and the clerk's office has been able to do it and I'm going to have my chief financial officer on Alex McDougall talk about how we just reported to the legislature the other day that uh, we were anticipating pre-COVID about an 8.4 million dollar surplus uh, we're looking now at about 9.4 million to 10 million. That's almost a million to a million and a half over of what I projected pre-pandemic, which is spectacular. It's unbelievable that we're able to accomplish that. And that's a, a, a team goal in the clerk's office. That means the registrar's office um, and uh, every office, uh, the auto bureau, our pistol permit office, actions and proceedings, and of course, real estate where we've done nearly 2.1 billion, that's with the B dollars. This is an important office. I mean, uh, I've learned so much since I've been here. I think it's so underrated how important this office is to county government. So those are gonna be some future shows. Uh, we're going to be uh, reaching out and doing more of this where I'm introducing you to my team and the great job that you're doing on behalf of the residents of Erie County. Marge, I'm going to give you the last word. Is there anything you want to leave us with? No, I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and a safe, happy holiday season um, and keep the faith. I think we're, we're going to have a bright 2021. So if we all uh, just look forward to the future, I think there's great things to come both in Erie County and definitely here at the clerk's office. Marge Sullivan, this is Michael Kearns, Erie County Clerk. I want to thank you uh, for your uh, input. And uh, once again, uh, if you can always email me uh, at the Erie County Clerk's Office or call me directly at 858-6985. Looking forward to your comments. Once again, uh, stay safe. And I know we're under a lot of pressure, but we can get through this. Look to the future, as Marge says.